Hi, I'm Harry. I'm Luke. And welcome to Who Can Convince You? The podcast where we discuss two Doctor Who stories to see which one can convince you. And a few other bits thrown in there too. Welcome to episode three. How are you? How are you? I'm all right. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Are you all right? Yeah, I, I, I'm all right after watching these three episodes. Good. Even should we get into it? Should we just start? Should we just do it then? Let's hit it, man. So, uh, last time we did uh, New Who first. We did. Um, are we going to do Old Who first this time? Or would you like to carry on Let's that take it way? in turns. Let's take it in turns. So, it's, it's Classic Who now. Correct? Correct. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, so, this week's is The Moon Base. Ooh. Ooh. Would you like a brief synopsis? Give us a synopsis. Okay. Shall I do it in the style of BBC audiobooks? Yes, please. The Moon Base by Kit Peddler. Episode 1. There's no episode 1, but... but How long is this synopsis? Uh, It's a brief paragraph. We'll be a minute. Okay. I'll start again, shall I? Yeah, go for it. (sighs) The Moon Base by Kit Peddler. And then they say episode 1. In 2070, Earth's weather... Weather... Can we start again? <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. In 2070, Earth's weather is controlled with ease from the moon. When the TARDIS arrives at the moon base, the Doctor, along with his friends Polly, Ben and Jamie, is accused of starting a plague that is killing off the base's crew. It's not long, however, before the time travellers discover the true cause of the deaths, a powerful, unstoppable race the Doctor has met before, the Cybermen. Episode 1. So oh, that was just episode one. No, no, that's the whole thing. I was just taking the mickey out of nothing. Sorry. No, I say episodes. I've written down in my notes stories now. I've learned these are stories. Uh, yeah, they are stories. So, um, what I got a feeling I know what you think. Give mm. me a brief. What do you think? We've got to stop saying what, but it's funny, so I can't. <laughs> Well, I think that the whole... Be honest. No, I'm going to be completely honest. Good. This is the first time where I was... Can I just take some something from you first? All right. So is this, like, one of your favourites, is it, or is it just mm. a, a good one that you picked? It's... It's a good one. 
It's probably in my top 20. Shite. Okay. Yeah. Um. So from, <laughs> you can probably tell from my reaction there. Yeah. That I, I was, I'm not a massive fan. I was quite... Because I thought from watching the old Who's, uh, from what I've already watched, that, uh, I'd, I, you know, I'd like this one. I like old Who. Uh, but no, it's... If you like the weather, you'll love this. That's what I'd say. It's... There's not much there. There really isn't. Nothing happened. The characters didn't change. Nothing impacted anything. Apart from a smash window, maybe. I thought it was incredibly dull. Okay. <laughs> um, well, okay. I want to hear what you think now. Because I don't want to be too harsh on it, but I will be anyway. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, I will say, um, I really enjoy this. Okay. This sort of episode for me is Sunday afternoon Who, where it's mm. just a story that you can take on its own and just watch and just enjoy it. Right. Um, I, I don't think there's a lot wrong with it, to be honest. No, um, I, I don't think there is either. Um, and I think there's enough in the plot to keep it interesting as well. No, right. I disagree. So, well, we'll get into that. So should we? I tell you what, let's talk about the plot. So the main thing, the main, the basis of the plot is that the Cybermen invade a moon base, and the moon base's job is to control the weather on Earth. The Cybermen plan to take over the base and wipe out everyone on Earth using the weather. Mm. That's the underlying that's why the cybermen are there yeah 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 so i think that's a pretty good idea first off for a story yeah it's the, one of the first things i wrote down it's like i really like this premise yeah. it's quite unusual so what what lets it down for just that basic plot just talk about that bit what is it for you that let it down there i feel that the focus was completely on the weather and not on the virus that intrigued me in the first place. I get that it's not like an actual like virus. It's um, a paralyzing one, isn't it? That hits like the nerves. So yeah. the Cybermen can take their victims. But uh, especially in the second episode, a good 10 minutes is just them talking about the weather. And it's not... They're using like phrases that I have no idea what they're talking about and they're talking like there's no camera there it's like who's this entertaining to and I'm I'm just sitting there <laughs> can I okay can I say can I add something in go for it did it make a difference to you that it was animated mm. we won't talk about the animation yet I just want to say does it do something? Does it detract from the story for you? For me, it doesn't. But yeah, I feel like oh, I could have connected with it more with it if it like if they had the film. It's yeah. no one's fault, but well, it's the BBC's fault. But it is someone's fault, isn't it? it they, really, they, they need to be blamed. Yeah, I feel like it could have. Yeah, it could only have benefited from having them. I thought the animation was... Well, we won't talk about the animation yet. Yeah, let's let let's carry on with the story for now. So, this this is the first of like the Cybermen's weird plans, 
I said, well, it's probably the second. They tend to have odd plans. So why bother? So they're poisoning the sugar when they don't. Yeah. They don't need any of the humans, supposedly, except to go into the gravitron room, don't they? Yeah. So they could easily storm the base. This is the big. This is the the hole in the plot is that the Cybermen could easily just storm the base and take it, take it over with like two Cybermen. Just break the yeah. dome. They don't need atmosphere. Just no. smash the glass. Yeah. Everybody gets sucked out. Nearly said something else then. Everybody gets sucked out. <laughs> Everyone gets sucked Way! off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's a plot for no reason, you know, just to have a story. That's, but, yeah, I think that's the takeaway for me. It's plot for seemingly no reason. But that's the thing. If you didn't have that, you wouldn't have a story. Because... You could probably you could find a hole like that in most stories. What well, why li- does little stories there though? Like I don't know what I didn't come out of this episode thinking anything more than like oh I better look at sugar differently from now on. I guess. Well, see, this is the second episode for the second story. Sorry for the Cybermen. Mm. This is like their big return. I like this story, but I think it's a bad episode for the Cybermen. Yeah. For their for return, sure. anyway. So they obviously they made the tenth planet and thought, well, these have gone down really well. We'll just we'll bring them back, mm. and the story doesn't not doesn't use them well enough. The story just doesn't warrant. They could have just had any creature really trying yeah, to take over the earth. Sure. I think the Cybermen are obviously in there. Well, it's a Kit Peddler story, so Kit Peddler was the the scientific advisor for Doctor Who. So mm. he wrote a couple of, uh, quite a few episodes, and this being one of them. And the Cybermen are his baby, really. So, so he's a scientific he's, advisor, sorry. Yeah, he's, yeah. So he, like, if anything in the story that needs, like, a bit of smoothing out, like, scientifically, like, does this make sense? Does I this... think, I think it's, it, he was brought in, really, to make the show, um, uh, what's the word for it, really? Like, more authentic. Yeah, yeah, just to yeah, just to advise on like, well, you could use that, and mm. you know, that and you makes can definitely sense, tell. Sort of. It's, you had like yeah. the companions being like resourceful, making this solution from like that nail pol- polish thing, so they could defeat the Cybermen. And I think that's one of my complaints. Like, you had this massive monologue of them just talking about things affecting the weather. And things back on Earth. And you had things like the flare. Why do we need to know about the signal flare? Joe, you know, from the sulfur? That would burn yeah, up and cause that yellow. yellow. Yeah, yeah like, why? It's we just, didn't even yeah. know any of that. It didn't do... Like, that was... It was only mentioned in that one small bit. Yeah. And, like, it was cool. Because it had that science of the science fiction. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um so, I do like the Cybermen's voice. Yeah, this is one of the this is one of the my favorite cyber designs. I'd say. Right, all of the the Trouton up to Revenge. I do quite like the Tenth Planet as well, but I'd say yeah, this Tomb of the Cybermen and the Invasion are my favorite designs, and the voices are great. They're probably this is probably their best voice or their clearest 
I think clearest. Yeah, I think is it really the wheel in space? I think that's where they're very hard to understand. Might be one of them. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's done with um, one of those things. You know where you, uh, if you have a problem with your larynx, like those vibrating things. But I think it's a palate, so it's in their mouth, mm. and. Yeah, so it's that like vibrating y metallic thing. And I think it's the, that's the best way to do the cyber voice because it sort of makes sense. Yeah. They're quite robotic in this, which is one of my complaints about New Who is that they're just robots. It's mm. they're not what they're supposed to be. Whereas, you know, the Cybermen are supposed to be people that have modified to survive. Mm. So I think having a voice like that it sort of makes sense because why they wouldn't have vocal cords so maybe they have got a palate you know one of those larynx yeah. things so it makes a bit more sense having it that way than you know a completely robotic voice i do prefer this one to any of the new cybermen voices we hear yeah but that was one of my complaints that when i turned off the subtitles i had no clue what they were saying yeah it's really funny you do get this ah sound at the mm. end of all of the words as well, yeah. which is, I think that's from the thing, isn't it? Because if you say a word, you don't shut your mouth straight away, so it must sort of keep mm. just going ah on your mouth. So, but it added a flavour to the robotic voice, though. I think it's I great. I did like it. I've got to be honest. I think it's great. Mm. Um, so what about the characters? Any standouts? I tell you what. Let's talk about Doctor Who. Um, Patrick Troughton. Mm. Thoughts? Uh, you can see where Matt Smith gets his inspiration Don't from. Don't you dare. <laughs> God's sake. It's true, though. In what way? See, I, for me, I don't see it. I really do don't. I don't understand when people say, oh, he's so Troughton-esque. I, I honestly, I cannot see well, it. No, I don't, I don't think he... I'm not saying that Matt Smith did it successfully. No, no, I just don't understand where the comparison comes from. Well, for certain, like, his mannerisms with his hands and things like that, and the way he kind of slouches over. But Troughton isn't unbearable. Well, this is where <laughs> I, I don't think it really pays off for Matt Smith. Um, his way of speaking as well, it's very stout. Very, I'm going to talk like this, very, very slowly and quickly. <coughs> very Why slowly he and so quickly. Much? I yeah. d- I see, he coughs a lot. Yeah. I, see, Maybe it's because I'm not used to the doctor coughing. He does cough, though. See, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you, you rewatch it again. I, I've watched it eight times for this. Well, you'll see when when he talks about the card to ta- Cardiff. When he talks about the TARDIS, you've got, um, we need to get back to the <laughs> TARDIS. <laughs> he does. I don't know, I've noticed it. He definitely does. It's great. So, what do you think of Troughton, then? He's Not Matt right, Smith. Yeah. He's all right. He was only in it for, like, two minutes, so I don't really know. What? I, it's another one of those stories, like, last week, where I just don't see en- enough of the Doctor. And this was even less than what we got with, um, was it the Seventh Doctor? Uh, no, it's is it? We you haven't know, done a Seventh Doctor story yet. Oh, no, I'm thinking of completely different one. Why am I thinking of that one? You know, the one, it'd be the Fourth Doctor, wouldn't it? Yeah, the fourth. What story? Well, the first time it's in colour, the spearhead from space. Third Doctor. Third, yeah, third Doctor. 
Yeah. But yeah, like he's in it even less than Spearhead from Space. Uh, I don't and think I, he that is. That was my but... complaint with that. But even when he's in it, he doesn't really do much. What do you want yeah, from he... this? What do you want? I want, I want the Doctor to have more screen time than that, like the head of the moon base, that old guy. Why don't we just put Captain Jack in it and be done with it? I do like Captain Jack. I don't oh, know why. God. We'll get on to that. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'd say Troughton is fantastic. Yeah. He, he always no is as well. He is consistently brilliant all the way through his run. Yeah. This is only his fourth episode? Fifth episode? I can't remember. Well, I saw on BritBox the first four episodes aren't there. Are they just lost? Yeah, so uh, this is season f- three? Is it season three? Season three or season four? Four. Season four. So you've got the smugglers on the tenth planet that are left over. Then you've got Power of the Daleks, that's missing. Highlanders, that's missing all the way through, and Power of the Daleks is missing all the way through. Underwater Menace, partially missing. Moonbase, partially missing. Macra Terra, all missing. Faceless Ones, all missing. Evil of the Daleks, all uh, partially missing, sorry. And Faceless Ones, all missing. Wheel in Space, all uh, partially missing. Then Dominators oh is fine. Mine Robber's fine. Invasion, partially missing. Crotons, fine. Seeds of Death, fine. Partially missing. Don't worry about that. The War Games, all exists. So... Troughton doesn't have a lot, you know, mm. and it's it's sad, really. But I'd say, so Power of the Daleks to the Underwater Menace, and then you've got the Moon Base. He is slightly different to how he ends up. Not a lot. There's not a lot that changes with him. But this is probably the episode, maybe the Macra Terror, where he nails down how he's going to play it. Okay. Um, yeah, he's a slightly, slightly odd. In... I've heard he is like quite an oddball, and he plays it as, um, like goofy. Yeah, I suppose. And, like stumbles and yeah, he's well. He was supposed. He was sort of cast as a cosmic hobo, so he's quite tatty. Yeah, with his clothes, and he's a bit. You know, a bit di- uh, not dithery, like um, you know, just a bit different. I'm trying to think of the word, like know, when, yeah, when you stumble over a lot. Erratic, but yeah, he's erratic. And, yeah, you know, but he plays it to an effect of like he's unpredictable. Yeah, and he's definitely up there with the best, if not the best. Really? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Troughton is. See, it's tricky for me because, yeah. But I'd say, yeah, he's got to be, hasn't he? He's got to be one of, if not the best. I haven't really seen much of him. Well, you will in months to come. I will say as well, he does that, um, his little speech, uh, there are some things in the corner of the universe. I can't remember what the words are. Oh, when he's speaking about the Cybermen and how evil they are. Oh, brilliant. See, I thought the... um, the end of Spearhead from Space, that where they were all sipping tea, that was a memorable scene. That's when I thought, yeah, this is the Doctor I want. I'd say, well, that scene, the scene when they're in the lab and he says, there are some things in this... What does he say? 
There are some things in this universe, corners of the darkest corners of the universe, that must be fought. Da 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 da. Mm. That scene is down as like one of the classic speeches in Doctor oh, Who. Oh no way! Oh yeah, that um, when Susan leaves um, the one day I shall come back speech. Um, yeah, there's a few of them. The Arcid Space, you know, Homo Sapiens speech. That that is definitely in there. This one, hmm. he does it so well. I I don't know why I didn't pay any attention to it. I think it's. It's another one of those things, isn't it? When, as soon as you see something bad, I don't know if it's the same for you, it really taints the story. and It's hard to mm. sort of get it out of your head of sort of, I need to just find something good to say. You can only, you just keep thinking about the bad thing. Yeah. But well, um, it's, it's like juxtaposed against just a monotony yeah. of a plot that doesn't need to be there. So things do get lost in there. But I don't have many yeah. notes on the characters because there was... The one character that I saw was in it, and uh, I can't remember his name, the Scottish guy. Jamie. Yeah, so the one character, Jamie, who was excited to like see on screen, because I heard his dynamic with Troughton's pretty good. Dream team. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And he was asleep for most of it. Yeah, so he was written in later. It wasn't, from what I know... It wasn't completely. It wasn't made clear that he was going to be staying on as a companion. So two episodes before, we meet him in the Highlanders, and then we get the underwater menace and the moon base. So he wasn't written into this story when it was oh, written. Oh, so this is uh, relatively new by this point. Yeah, yeah. So he is sharing lines with uh, Ben Jackson, Michael Craze, the Cockney. Mm. Yeah. So the lines are split because he isn't. So they just sort of knock him out. Oh wow. And, put him in bed for the whole thing which is a shame really but really when ben and polly leave that's where jamie you know where it starts to really mm. you know work for both of them because what an interesting companion to have an old scotsman for yeah. when was he from like the 1500s um yeah it would have been that sort of that's that amazing era. like nowadays we just have you know modern day people yeah, I pretty like much. To, for millennials to attach to. But. Yeah, it's um, no, he's you know he's great, and Fraser Hines is great with what little he gets to do. What about the mm. other two, Ben and Polly? They didn't do anything. Well, no, they did. They made they crafted the uh, that solution yeah. for the you know to get to the Cybermen. I liked how they couldn't use it in the Atmos because it just dissipate. I liked that. I can't really think of. Anything special they did apart from that? Or any character building? I don't know who they are. I know, like, they're resourceful. That's what I took from it. See, this this is one of these things that I didn't... When we decided to do this podcast, mm. I think you said to me that, are we going to do the, the stories in order? Yeah. And I decided against that, but this is where the first... Where it starts to it ha- it would help if you had seen the stories before do you know what i mean yeah but for sure i know a friend of mine ed you know ed don't you um, i know ed he's just done his rewatch and keith say as well one of our followers see i mm-hmm. just slipped that in there that was good there, mm-hmm. it? um he's just done a, a full rewatch from the first episode up to now and first ever episode up to yeah 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 like so Jody. from an earthly child to up to jody oh wow it's if you haven't watched Classic Who before, 
the Hartnell era or early Hartnell era can be quite hard going. Hmm. So I think it's best to sort of decide that you like the series before you go back and watch yeah. the early bits. That is the only reason I didn't want to do it because I think you haven't seen any old Who and there's a lot of dialogue-driven stuff mm. in the early episodes where there's not a, a hell of a lot of stuff on screen. It's all what's said. Mm. And I think it's hard to hard to cling to it when you've been new to, used to New Who. Not that other programs aren't like that, but yeah. you expect a certain thing when you've come from the new series to mm. the old. Of course, you know, I'm... Uh... You know I'm a film buff, so I've I seen do. lots of films from as early as well before the year 1900. Before films were made, I've seen yeah. films before films. So I'm used to seeing lots of older, uh, like media and lots of older ways of like doing stories. Yeah, and I this dialogue heaviness of the older series, I'm all for because I think yeah. that's what's lacking in the new ones. But in this particular episode. The dialogue was of nothing of any importance. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I want you to convince me. This is who can who it can is convince who can you. Convince you. See, like, I don't. What particular s- scene or what particular part of the script do you think? Wow. Apart from what we just discussed with Troughton, or at uh, least like what was important to the plot. Well, I think it's it's one of those things. Like you know, you were saying about. It's this is the sort of thing that fans like criticize, I'd say. You know, like when you said about the flare going into the atmosphere mm. and then it changes colour because of what is it? It's um It's like the sodium. Yes sodium or whatever. That's one of those things that a fan would say, Well that'd never work because how would that so it's like mm. it's explained in the story for no reason other than for somebody to say, Well, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's there for a reason, but it's sort of pointless. Yeah. But it's it's still nice to have it there to sort of yeah, so you don't do have to ask it. that question. Hmm. Because um, I think that's quite important because it grounds it in reality. It gives that connection. Because if you've got shite characters like in this episode, wow. <laughs> well, if you've got almost non, like non-developing characters in an episode, at least, and you can't make that connection. At least you have that connection with reality. Like, you could think, is this happening on the moon? Well, speaking of the characters, I'd say all of these characters are really well-rounded and believable. I don't know them, do I? And I, th- I think it's a shame... Oh, oh hang on, first... are we talking about supporting yeah. cast or the mains, the four mains? Uh, I'd say all of them. Apart from, like, the, like Doctor Who. Yeah. Please don't say Doctor Who. <laughs> I know I've said that before, but... Uh... <laughs> Doctor Who. But do... Like, don't forget that I don't know these characters whatsoever. I don't have anything to bring... Like, I don't that have any true. knowledge to bring to this, apart from the Doctor and the, the Jamie. I don't know anyone else. How do you know Jamie, though? I know Jamie because I've seen uh, a few like YouTube videos and documentaries, because I am like interested in the old Who and how they were made and things like that. Okay. And I, I like to prepare myself, uh, so when I do watch an old episode, I can think, oh, yeah, I know about that. Yeah. But I think it was a shame that the first episode of Watch the Troughton was animated. It's hard going. See, let's have a look what... Obviously, I don't want to give it away. I'm just having a look at my spreadsheet now. What I could have given you that exists without being animated. So you could have had... 
the enemy of the world. That would have been a good one, actually. <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the... seeing these characters for the first time, and I'm only hearing their voices, and I'm seeing a a weirdly done animation of their faces. You could have had the war games. That was a mm. Mm, shit. You could, yeah, you could have had that, couldn't you? Um, oh, Seeds of death. Yeah, that's good as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know quite. I think I probably chose the moon base because it was the one that was slightly sticking out on the shelf. Right. Um, I apologise. No, it's but, okay. Ah, well. But yeah, I th- I think it's great. I've got to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah. It does it for me. I don't know what to say. It's well. Let's talk about the animation. Okay. Um. At first, I was like, "Okay, this is an animation that hasn't had a lot of money put into it for sure, or maybe it's still on budget." Yeah. Um, I was quite shocked because the animation's obviously the first episode, and then the second episode yeah, you get episode to see one and three. Yeah. So the second episode, yeah, I actually got to saw the set, see the sets. And what the character should look like, and what the the cyber suit should look like, and the animation didn't do it justice at all. I was really disheartened because the set was massive. I didn't realize it was that big. I didn't oh, yeah. realize that there were as many patients as there were in that uh, room. Well, I will say this animation on this one is one of the best. Probably no. the yeah. This is probably the is best animation. Really? Yeah, and I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah, and there are like some shots in there where like close ups on the Cybermen and things like that, and you think brilliant. You could use that as a wallpaper. That's amazing. Mm. Um Mind you saying that, I've just I've recently bought the um the special edition of Power of the Daleks, which has got the animation re redone. Okay. Um and that's supposed to be really good, but I haven't watched that yet. Mm. But there's the Macro Terra, that's okay, apart from horrifically long arms and stuff but yeah this is probably one of the better ones it's probably the most fluid yeah it's very the movements of the characters you yeah. end up moving their full bodies yeah it's very strange it's it's strange and it's one of those things what i should have done and i apologize for this is mm. directed you onto the internet to watch the loose cannon um uh reconstructions with the tally snaps. Oh, so this is how yeah, they so, know what they're animating. Yes. So they're animating from uh, tally snaps and from the scripts of sort okay. of Doctor Walks to the control panel, presses a switch. Mm. And obviously they've got the audio, so they're just timing it to the audio, which is why sometimes you get weird bits in animation where nothing happens and they're just sort of looking at each other and blinking or yeah. moving their eyes. Which is oh, it's it's such a shame because Hartnell, uh, Hartnell, sorry, Troughton has got such a physical face. Like he does a lot of things. Mm. It's all in his face, and you lose all of that because yeah. there's nothing to really go off. But I still think the animation does a great job, and I find it easier to watch the animation than the telly snaps. I think only because I think this animation is quite good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I just thought it, it lost so much. Like it, it comes to question: Is there any point in having any animation for me? Because I'd rather see, I'd rather see pictures of the set and see what it should look like and just hear it. Because first episode, I didn't see the set. I didn't. I don't know what the characters look like. 
Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a relatively unique situation to be in where I don't know what anything should look like or act like. And from episode two, I, can, I just realized that it's, it's just a shame. I don't think it really did it justice. And for some reason, it, it did do those extreme close-ups on the characters' faces where they just don't do anything. And I yeah. think that's what detracted from a lot of the pace for me. Yeah. It'd be great if we could have it back. I'm willing to trade in all of New Who to get all the classic ones back. If somebody's got them all in their attic... Uh, yeah, I'd make say, that trade. You really? Yeah, why not? Yeah, all right then. We'll do that. <laughs> so if you um if you've got any um classic missing episodes uh, that you'd like to send to us, you can contact us on uh, Gmail at who can convince at gmail. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd love to see some stuff. Maybe you can keep the space pirates, but um, <laughs> yeah. So. Moving on. You think the Cybermen are okay? What do you think of the, desi- the, bleh, the design? I don't know what to say, really. Because we know they're shit. Wow. Well, you know what I mean. Like, it's not convincing, is it, in any way? Um... But it... it but... <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start again. I'll start again. I think the design is... It's believable. But then yeah. if you look closely... And you don't have to look that closely. You start to see, oh, they've got trainers on and the trousers. And uh, it's just some piping. And But I think it captures just the coldness of them. Just haunting, hollow eyes and a horrible voice. Yeah, I think it works and really well. I think, yeah, I think it does do it justice. I don't. Uh, yeah, the suit could be better, but I don't think it could be that much better. I think it serves its purpose more than well. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, this this is probably my favourite cyber head. Mm. Um, anybody that follows us on Twitter will know that I've just I've just done a poll mm-hmm. that involves me spending a horrific amount of money to um, get a cyber head. Have you bought it yet? I have not bought it yet, but I am I've got to buy it now because people have voted. So those eight people that have voted have made me. You know, I've got to do it for them. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah. you can't get, a, you know, this design of head, the moon base, or the 10th planet. Uh, Wheeling Space is a little bit different, but you can't get that design of head anywhere. I can't mm. find it, you know. There's a couple of them that have it, but it's not it's not screen accurate. <laughs> and that's what I want. So, And the next best thing is the invasion. And that came up mm. top in the list, and that was the one that I was, I was going for anyway. So... Win, I bet you were win. looking at the poll for a good week. I was praying, praying that nobody said the you know the Earthshot ones, mm. just because I like that design. But you know, when you want that one, you want the other one, um, and it came up top. So thankfully, I only have to spend a horrific amount of money on the one that I like. Oh god, you have to buy two. Yeah, well, who knows? I might actually buy them all eventually. Wouldn't that be brilliant? No doubt. Oh, great! I think well, we should do one of those things where you buy one, you may as well buy them all. Well, yeah, we we could do some videos, couldn't we, when uh, we get memorabilia? Oh, because I I think we should do a video. Because listeners, you are not aware, Luke bought me a rather lovely birthday present, the Daleks Master Plan on limited edition vinyl, mm. uh, and I'd quite like us to do a video on that. I think we could have a look at that. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, and when the cyberhead arrives and I'm crying on the floor like a baby, mm-hmm. you can review that whilst I gush over mm. the beauty. 
of the cheap fiberglass plastic head that costs a fortune. I want to see the inside. Oh. I do. I do love a good bust. Don't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's staying in. Um, Yeah. I do... I do like the head. Oh, it's brilliant. Can't wait. It's the, Can't wait. Yeah. The, the, to come to think of it, it's only the rest of the body that I... It's a difficult thing, isn't it? Because it's so... It's one of those that you've, you've... You've got to think of it of the time it was made. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not convincing. If someone like that walked into a room, you're not going to think, oh, my God, it's an alien. Of course you're not. But it's got such a charm to it. And it works. Charm it is the word. Completely worst. works for the story. I, I'd quite like us to do an episode mm-hmm. uh, in the future about classic Who versus new Who. Okay. And this is one of the things that we've sort of touched on it in our episode zero, the dawn mm-hmm. of the podcast one. The differences between classic and new Who, but I'm still, I don't know what it is. I, I really can't put my finger on what makes me... I, I don't hate the new series. It's just what makes me prefer the classic series. Is it just that that was what I saw first, so that's my my home base for it? Hmm. I, I, I genuinely... I don't know. Is it... Yeah, I don't, I'd, I'd really like us to do that. I'd, I think we should... That's something we could do. Yeah, I need and to watch a lot more. But... I'd love some feedback on that. And do you know what? I'm gonna. I've done this every podcast now. Jim from the Crinoid Podcast. If you're listening, I would love for you to come on the podcast with us, maybe, and we could discuss this because Jim they discuss classic episodes as well. Hmm. Um, they've done a few new, but I'd really like. I'd like another opinion. Mm. from a, a fan fan yeah do you know what i mean of I, d- I just don't know what it is i really really can't put my finger on what the difference is is there just that there's so many differences that i don't know it's a stark contrast isn't it but from someone who's not really partial to either obviously i've got nostalgia for the new one and i you grew d- up with that have you just told me that you're you don't like doctor you're not partial to doctor who and we're doing a podcast. How long are you in this for the long haul, Luke? Or is, or I'm do you in want to bow out for the now? long haul. It's not that. <laughs> no, I meant the. I'm not partial to having an absolute camp that I sit in. That I love New Who, Old Who, shite. Or I love Old Who, New Who is god awful. Yeah, and do you know what? Even New Who, people who only like New Who have that as well, where they like. Eccleston to Matt Smith and everything else is shit. Oh, like so the, it, 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 exi- it exists in that oh. that sort of what, era of the bollocks. program as well. Well, I'm not do you know daft. what? I a watched lot of the new ones are awful. I watched a video today, right, on YouTube of a well-known YouTuber. Um, I don't really want to say his name to be honest, but it oh it pissed me off something chronic. If the uh, hit, oh god, honestly, it infuriates me. This sort of hatred. Doctor Who is dead, and it oh god, it's just unbearable. Like you don't like it, just don't watch it. 
Why mm. constantly just put out content just to say Doctor Who's dead, everything about it is terrible now, and the BBC don't listen because they're so woke? Uh, it's just... Oh. Well, they'd argue because they want to change the series for the better. Yeah, but it's just... Oh, it's unbearable, isn't it? Like, I just can't deal with it. I really can't deal with it. It comes <laughs> to a point where we know. Yeah, I get it. You don't like it. Like, and... Every series goes through this, almost every, like, long-running one, where it yeah. hits a point where the fans question, does it have longevity? Of course it does. It'll have a resurgence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and this is the thing, we te- we've brought this up again, but we're going to go down the road of, I don't want to come across as one of those Doctor Who is dead people, mm. because I'm not one of those people i do not hate jody i don't hate the chibnall era i did i hold my hand up when the time as children child came on i nearly put my foot through the screen i don't care Mm. anymore because for me i can just be happy and watch you know the web planet Mm. all day i can watch the classic series and it doesn't matter that whatever has happened in the new series i can dip in and watch journey's end or whatever it is that you know, that I've seen... That do I'll, you think you know that any new episodes that could come out, say it gets a whole new reboot, do you think that anything, even if it's outstanding, could anything of the new episodes could beat the old ones? Uh, there's definitely new episodes of New Who that I've seen. I've seen, all, I've seen everything. Mm. I've seen everything. You can't tell me <laughs> nothing. Um... There's definitely new episodes that I've seen that I'd rate higher than old episodes. Oh, for sure. Definitely. You know, well, um, the one we talked about last week, The Impossible Planet. Was better than Spearhead from Space? No. Oh, sorry. But I'm yeah, talking yeah, like yeah, that yeah, compared yeah. to, I'd argue, this one. Yeah. It's better. I like The Magician's Apprentice and The Witch's Familiar. I think, you, I think we've watched that together, haven't we? Where there's the child Davros... Oh yeah, I would. Yeah. I yeah, I haven't hit any of the Peter Capaldi's ones. Though. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, mm. brilliant. Apart from, apart the from yeah, I do find that the new ones have such a way of ruining everything. <laughs> the old ones are very consistent, aren't they? It's sort of yeah. It's like either the consistently not good, good or consistently bad. Yeah, you know, it stays with it. it it's quite level, mm. whereas like. Yeah, I get you. I get you. The new me. ones always do one thing or maybe two that just screw it up entirely. Yeah. Anyway, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So finishing yeah. off uh, the Tomb of the Cybermen, what did you think of the music? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not as familiar with music as you. However, um, of course, there's only like certain things I can say about it because I know it's using um, the keyboard thing, the synths. So, of course, I know they're using, uh, like, synth. They're n- not using synths. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's way later. That's in, like, in the... Um, uh, there might like be a couple 70s, of oscillator stuff, but there's no, like... Yeah. There's no synthy, synthy stuff. And none of this was composed for the program. It's all stock music. It's all library oh, music. Shit. Um, yeah. So, what am I What am I trying to say here? Like, I know that, like, obviously, like, I've heard these sounds before. Yeah, it's music concrete. So, it's, like, I'm real... Say, can I say that? <laughs> if you say that, no... Um, so obviously, I know it's like music concrete, you know. I can't. That's dickhead, isn't it? I can't do that. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's um, yeah. It's 
I don't know what you want me to tell you, really. So I'm familiar with the sounds. Like, I don't know... They're treated how... sounds, aren't they? That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's organic instruments treated mm. digitally. Not treated digitally. What, what am I talking about? On it, the USBs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, their, <laughs> on their, you know. They put it on their hard drives straight into yeah. Cubase. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know. I think the music works really well, and there's the space adventure theme. I think is it space adventure? The da 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 dun, 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 dun. Is that when the army of well the, um, the the big group of Cybermen come out for the first yeah, time? Yeah, probably in like ep- end of episode three. Brilliant. Mm. Dun, I know exactly dun, what you mean. Dun, yeah. Dun. Um, I will say the music never really stopped. Say again, sorry, I was singing. The music. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, the music never really stopped, which is um, a far cry from Spearhead from Space. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, I love how the moon base had a constant hum to it, almost like a heartbeat. Mm. I did like that. Um, but sometimes the music was just shrill, I found. Like it's I very thin. It. It's it's quite thin sounding. Mm. But, you know, it's still great. I, I will yeah, say... Yeah, it's still great, though. For a bit of sound design, I do have one problem. Oh. Uh, whenever they're on the moon's surface, and yeah, at the end when they, that. when they raise the... Um, when the Cybermen get lifted off with the mm-hmm. gravity, and when at the, on the first episode when they're jumping around, and they use that os- oscillator portamento thing. Straight up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no. Mm. And every time it happens, I think, oh, God, please <laughs> don't. It's... Um, yeah. Oh dear! But at least there's no. Oh god! It's it's so much better without having those cyber feet stomping around all over the place. And they didn't say delete, so everything's got to be a plus point, you know, isn't it? Anyway, so yeah, we haven't really talked about all the other members of the cast. I think the great Mister Hobson. And they call him Nobby, don't they, when, whenever there's nothing Nobby. serious. Yeah, so whenever there's nothing serious happening, they call him Nobby or Hobby or something. But then as soon as something serious happens, they call him Mr. Hobson. That's cool. Which, which I like because it's sort yeah. of like they're pally. And they're not military, mm. are they? They're all scientists. So, you know, it and makes like it... Geologists and mathematicians. And yeah, you know, they're all... They're there for a job rather than as mm. sort of astronauty people. Well, there's no one on the moon. Why do you need soldiers? Yeah, well, the Cybermen. Mm, well. So, so can I just ask, where did the Cybermen come from? Uh, the Cybermen come from Earth's twin planet, Mondas. Earth has a twin planet? It does. Oh, wait, I'm thinking like right next to it, of course not. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, not a parallel universe. Yeah. Like, there's a twin planet. Mm. And because the Cybermen are, quote, human... Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll get into that at some point. Well, I meant more like where? How did they come about in this episode? Where did they come from? Yeah, they just appeared. I think. <laughs> All right then. Uh, yeah, it's they just yeah just appeared. Okay. Yeah. All right. So carry on then. yeah, let's let's round this one off then. So the moon base. Hmm. Um, the sugar, obviously, the poison in the sugar is a pointless thing. But saying I that, I liked it. Some people quite, have sugar. Yeah, it's quite a good yeah, idea. I quite but liked it. Not everybody takes sugar. 
So, you know, you're going to kill off loads of people and then the Cybermen are going to be outside all... Uh, I just struggled to think of the conversation the Cybermen must have had. Like, He doesn't how... have milk. He's lactose intolerant. What are we going to do? Right, we got to make it... There must be something else we can do. Sorry, they have gone... Yeah, they would have actually gone, sorry. She, he doesn't take... He's lactose intolerant. He doesn't take milk. Ah! I guess he got over that. <laughs> yeah, I think the robot voice works a lot better. Yeah, he doesn't take milk. Ah! Go sugar! Sugar! Brilliant. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's... Should we do ratings, then? Should we do ratings? You like the ratings? I do like the ratings. I will say, I've been thinking about this since last time, I think I'm rating things too highly because it gives me nowhere to go. Mm. Um, And I've been thinking, the ratings I've given the the new Who episodes, I think I've, I've made a mistake... Oh, because I think this is better than the new Who ones that we've watched, but the score doesn't reflect that. So I think I've rated this epi- yeah okay, this episode's better than like the Impossible Planet. Yes. Oh, and I think I've given them two higher scores, so it means that the score doesn't reflect. But it doesn't matter. It's out of ten. You go first. The moon Four. base. Four. Yeah. Below what a average. Dick. What a dick. I don't, what do you want me to say? Well, I've said all I have to say. All right, the then. Episode. Well, thanks for that score, Norbed. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. That's all I have to say. I like this story. Seven. Can I add one more thing? You can. So, I like to come back to The Brain of Morbius because I think it was a fantastic first episode to watch. Thank you. And can... I didn't make it, but... Well, in that story, we yes. had multiple plots going on at one time. It did. You know, we had, uh, obviously, Morbius and his devious plans, the Sisters of Khan, the uh, Solon and his... Like, he had other plans outside yeah. of Morbius. And Con- Kondo... Kondo, <laughs> monster. You know he had his own like motives. Yeah, and it was just not, and even like Sarah Jane going blind. Will she get a sight? There's just so much going on. Yeah, and it kept going and going, and the surprises at the end. You know, with the the brain in the jar. I just felt it was so much more to hook my teeth into. So much more enjoyable. Yeah, and this. It's just a bit of the weather, oh sugar, uh, and Cybermen that don't, they're pretty dumb. And what more so. could you want? <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, there we go. But no, but in summary, I'm just saying that in contrast to something that has actual story beats to it. Yeah. Some, oh God, it just didn't even compare. So I, I just struggle to think why this gets a seven. What did you rate Brain of Morbius? I think I gave that a, a nine. Okay. I think I did. Let me I tell you what, I can check now. You go check that now. I'm going to check that. Here we go. 
Brainy Morbius, I gave it a nine, and you gave it a six. Six. It's a difficult one because I'm I'm not comparing it to New Who. Yeah. I'm comparing it all to old. So I changed that. I go did I say six, did I? Yeah. I go to a seven. Brain Morbius. Fair play. I'll change that in the spreadsheet for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so there we go. There's the... I just want to add... No, I'm <laughs> There's the moon base. Um, and now it is time to move on to New Who. <laughs> so I think we will sort through these, this story, uh, by episode. Good. So we're going to start off with Utopia. Synopsis. As Captain Jack comes into the Doctor's life again, the TARDIS is thrown to the end of the universe. As the last remnants of humanity struggle to reach Utopia, unknown to all, the Doctor's greatest enemy is about to rise again. Dot, dot, dot. Right. I feel that the story was good. Rather, could have been good. And it was let down by so many things. It made the whole thing just <laughs> crap. However, I do have good things to say about it. Right. <laughs> what was your overall impression summary? Well, I think you might know already. <laughs> I found this unbelievably difficult to watch. I can't tell you how many times I have watched Utopia and then started the sound of drums and just had to stop just it was so difficult mm. this is the hardest one we've done so far um i really didn't enjoy this <laughs> i've got to be you know i've got to be honest um and it's it's annoying because there's one amazing point in this this story arc of these three episodes mm. But it's just completely let down by, I, I, I don't know, maybe it'll rear its ugly head. I don't, it's... It will. It oh. definitely will. And the good things will as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I just I feel like I've bashed all of the new Who episodes so far. And now hmm. it's going to get kicked Again, with salt in the wounds. From, I think this is the worst couple of episodes I've seen. Not couple. I think this is the worst story I've seen in a long time. I can't remember it being this bad. Granted, I don't think it's awful. So, I think it's a story that was built up over the entire season to be this big thing. It's the return of the master. What, the master's in it? What episode did you, did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, so over the course of these three episodes, it progressively gets, you know, worse, worse and worse. Yeah. Um, that, that is clear to see. But <clears throat> it has great ideas. It has great moments in it. Where are they? That, like, it's small. Like, it is small. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. It's... No, it, to be fair, it is little snippets of like, oh shit. And then it yeah, boom, boom, like gets plowed by dumb writing, shit acting, 
bad choices, terrible CGI. There's one for the for me. I have to say this was this was the hardest rewatch of a story I think I've done. Mm. Um, I don't want to bash it because it feels bad that we've I've sort of bashed three stories in a row now. Or not bashed them really, but you know, unfavorably. Yeah. But oh god, it was. What can you tell me now? Like, is there an one of the newest stories that you won't ever bash because it's actually decent? Yeah, there's a few of them, but I don't want to watch that. I don't want us to do it just because I like that. I'd no, rather... I just want to know that you um, know, it's not a fruit, fruitless effort. Me trying to find one. No, the witches. Like, there are. They are there. The witches familiar and. Well, don't tell me. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next week I'll be. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. It's um. It was a tough one for me, this, but there's one outstanding part of this, the three parts, which for me is the only real bit that stands out. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, it it doesn't, I don't like this. <laughs> oh. At least we'll have a lot to say, though. Yeah, you know. Uh, so let's go right into it. Good plan. Uh, so Utopia, straight off the bat. Yep. Uh, you've got... A group of people who want to go to Utopia. Correct. At the end of the universe. Yes. What? <laughs> They've got a rocket going to somewhere at the end of the universe. And you can look up, and it was a nice detail, to, to be fair, and there's no stars in the sky. Because mm. they're all dead. So where where are they planning on going? Is it just a hope thing? No, it is, I think it's a planned or? place, isn't it, that there's a thing, you know... Where the sky's made of diamonds or something. Exactly. Oh, that's my. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can say it a lot. Can I make that be? Can I? Can I make it very clear now? One of my biggest mm. fears, genuine fears, hmm. is child actors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is I, it a phobia? It is a real phobia of mine of child actors. They're all teeth. Mm. There's no business like show business. (laughs) They're just so... Child actors are what John Barrowman is like in real life. Hi there! (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Yeah. There's some exceptions to child actors. I'd say Um, point me in their direction, but I I don't want to go there. I'm thinking like the girl from Logan, if you've seen that. Probably not. Uh, There's the girl from... That one Jake Gyllenhaal film where he's a boxer. She's great in that. Don't it's know. not really helping though, really, no, is it's it? Not. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just trying to release your phobia. No, it it won't work. It's been there for years. Well, she's not in it much, is she? But she does come back in episode three, surprisingly. Mm. Anyway. So we've got I like the idea that the TARDIS tried to escape from Captain Jack. When he he's clinging onto the TARDIS, like it's it's such a natural thing that it goes to the end of the universe to try and get away from him. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, yeah, <laughs> they didn't go far enough, did they? Really? No. 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 I uh, yeah. Should we talk about Jack whilst we're there? And then we're gonna be done with that, can't we? Really? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about anymore. Okay. Um, I think at his core, forget about the actor, John Barrowman. I haven't got a problem with the actor. No, I, I, I think he's a great person. I do. I'd love to meet him. 
But let's ignore all that. The actual actual concept of the character is a pretty good one. Someone who can never die. Someone who's so unnatural to the Doctor. He hates him. I just, see. I I just I don't like him. And I just no. I I, kn- I know you don't like him. I'm just talking about the concept of a character. That but you can't I don't die. like him. No, I know you don't like him. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, the idea is all right, I suppose. I just uh. well, you know when Can Rose... we watch Moonbase? Not again. Oh. God, it felt like it took the whole day to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when Rose revived Captain Jack, and that's how he can never die. Why would you do that? What we've got her to blame, really, haven't we? Yeah, but. Didn't she? Did she not like revive all the people who died from the Daleks? Well, no, because because just... she likes Jack. She doesn't care about the rest of the human race. Right, just Jack. All right, that settles that then. Yeah, okay. Um, face of Bo. He does say it. I thought he yeah. does. Did. Yeah. So why? So that's Sorry, it then. no, that's I just Captain don't, Jack I don't up. like the character, <laughs> and it's oh, just having a look to see what I put. He just. He just makes me so uncomfortable. Like mm. it really creeps me out. He's constantly flirty, and it just makes me heave. It really makes me. I can't stand it. It's unbearable. Please stop. Please. So you wouldn't watch Torchwood then? I've I, I have watched Torchwood, and all I, of it. Yeah, and I, weirdly, I have been in the Torchwood panel at Comic Con. Where what? Yeah. Yeah, you were there on the panel. Yes, I was on the panel. It is on YouTube Why? as well as evidence. Gareth David Lloyd was in Ed's film, wasn't he? Yeah, and he um, he there was this plan of sort of he was going to ask for wine, and I had to bring him the wine, and then he pulled the chair and he said, "Right, you sit down." And oh, I just felt so stupid because I don't know anything about the program and I don't like it. So with John Barham in there, um. Or was it just Gwen? I can't remember. There was... You know Gwen's husband? Boyfriend? Mm-hmm. He's a cock in real life. Oh, wow. I'll get that out there. No, he is. My friend Emma works at a theatre. Oh, and right. And she um, has met him before and knows how he acts, you know, in public. Yeah. And he's a real dick. Oh, brilliant. He thinks, like, he's been in, like, this major TV show. Like, Do you know who I am? Right, like that. see, I've got loads of Comic-Con stories. Loads. That, of I reckon they're going to come out over the course of this podcast. I'm, I'm hoping that they don't. This because, is one of them. Oh god, there's one in particular. So why were you on that panel? Why? I I genuinely yeah. don't know. It wasn't my idea. It was Gareth uh, David Lloyd's idea. Is it Gareth David Lloyd? And, well, just why though? Like, did anyone ask? Nobody like, questioned why you were there, it. or nobody questioned it. Did anyone give you a question? Um, probably not. <laughs> Who would win in a fight oh, between you and a Dalek, God. and why? And why? Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. So that's John Barrowman. He's taken up a good 15 minutes already. He has, hasn't he? Um, good on him. Good lad. No, I, I, I don't know why, but I've got a soft spot for Jack. <sighs> and I'm happy being in that camp on my own, because at least I'm alone with him. There you go. That's one, uh, God, I'd hate to be stuck in a room with Captain Jack. Oh. How uncomfortable would you feel? Hey, doll. Don't you dare. Doll. Don't you dare. Doll. <laughs> Stay over doll. there. Stand in that corner now. D- Wink at me one more time, I dare you. 
you little shit. Um, <laughs> keep going. Keep going, please. Uh, Christ. So they ov- obviously took inspiration from Mad Max, didn't they? With the future oh, people. And they stuff. were awful. Who they were... man? Yeah. Uh, little little note I had here is uh, when they were running uh, away from the the future people. Mm. You could absolutely see the car with the cameramen, and on the, their shadow was like cast on the ground of oh, Lieutenant. No. It, was, it was awful. There's a lot of running in these three episodes. I did notice. I've written that yeah, down. Yeah, a lot of running. It, they're running everywhere for no reason. Well, because the master says run, and that's it. Just runs. It's, it's a, a sense of urgency, isn't it? Yeah, but when the plot fails, run. <laughs> if in doubt, just run down a corridor. It'll fix it. And I've noticed the music is so loud now was, yeah. that even the characters have to shout. It's isn't it weird? Isn't it's it so weird? unbearably loud? Fuck, we're getting way off track. But it's hard, isn't it? To try and like keep on one thing because the story's everywhere. You're just trying to. Um, I will. Can I say about Chan, though? Though, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. You can talk about that. I like the character. Yeah, she's sweet, isn't she? She is lovely. Yeah. Um, Chipo Chan, Chipo Chan plays her. Mm. Um, I don't know if she's been in anything else, but I think she did a pretty good job. I will yeah. say though, the whole Chan say something though does get a bit wearing. Yeah, but she's not in it for long. Chan. I know, though. The thing is, why did they do it? That's the thing, though, isn't it's it? It's just to make it alien, isn't it? That, and it works, because it is very... It's a weird quirk for an alien to yeah. have, isn't it? That's, yeah. all, that's the only reason it's there. And it's memorable. I remembered it. I remembered it. Chan, good, though. Do you have to say that every time? Chan, yes. Chan, though, though. All right. One then. day we'll oh, do a um, podcast this... to that, is, and we've just got to say it all the time. No. It is at least triple the length. Should we start this one? No. <laughs> um, so in the first scene with Derek, the brilliant Derek Jacoby. Sir Derek Jacoby. Really? He uses correct title, boy. He's a knight of the realm. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many people would get that? I don't know. Keep it in. <laughs> uh, he says in his first line, he says Utopia twice. We get it. It's called Utopia. Yeah. We, like, I, I noted that down because it's a encapsulates what the story is. Yeah. It's just faffing. <laughs> uh, well, you've, you've mentioned him now, so I'm going to say it. Yeah. How outstanding is Derek Jacoby in this? He's all right, yeah. No, he's brilliant. He's unbelievable. He is great. What a slither we had of what the master could have been. Do you know what? I think that is one of the main reasons why, other than the terrible plot and the awful acting, and blah, 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 that is one mm. of the main reasons the other two episodes are so let down, I think. Because you were given Johnson. it. You were given Derek Jacoby, and then it was taken away. It's right there. Yeah. And it's oh, it's fantastic. He was, oh, he's so good. Every mm. time he was on the screen, I, I was watching downstairs, I did watch Utopia, Properly, you know, mm. and every time he was on the screen, I just went, "Oh God, yes," because he's just got such a, you know, 
it's just, I don't know, just such a thing about him. He's a gravitas yeah. on screen. It was nice to see Tennant riff off someone as well. And do you know what? I will say, I'm not a massive David Tennant fan. I, To be honest, I don't think he's that great. Okay. I, although, although, I do, th- I think he really shines when he's not the best actor in the room. So, so only when J- Jacoby is yeah. there. So Tennant. Is that his name? Jacoby or J- Jacoby? Jacoby. Okay, so only when Jacoby is there. Yeah. I think David Tennant really works well when he's got a better actor with him. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. I think a lot of people say this. A lot of music musicians say this, that if you're in a band, never be the best person in the band. Always be in a band with somebody who's better than you. Because it does push you. Because otherwise you just get a bit, yeah. you know content and i think that's uh, for me uh, and i hate to say it because david tennant is loved that's how it is for me he plays it as if he knows he's good and his his character becomes a bit yeah. unbearable like aren't i marvelous like i'm brilliant i'm brilliant because he does that he says that in the scene with Derek jacoby doesn't he you know when they yeah. plug in the uh chords into the mm-hmm. perspex screen um he just keep he just he just blows his own trumpet all the time and it's unbearable. Like, you know, say it once and it's a throwaway funny line, but just keep mentioning it all the time that he you're brilliant. Doing it. Yeah. And it's oh, just stop it, please. Stop it. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, because Derek Jacoby's so good all mm-hmm. the way through as well. He hasn't got a dud moment. And it's so, it's so refreshing to see an actor. Like a real, I'm not saying he's not David Tennant or any of the others aren't a real actor, but do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Uh, you know, a star, a real British actor. Mm. You know, not just like Chuck David Williams in there, Chuck yeah, James yeah. Corden in there, Chuck Warwick Davis in there. For me, it's like having Anthony Hopkins in Doctor Who. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I a a respected actor, where like he's off that level though, isn't he? Yeah, he's well, he's been around forever. You know, he's. Mm. You know, not he's not far of the time, but you know what I mean. He's he's done his work. It's such a shame. And yeah, we'll get on to the bit, the bit. But um, or should we talk well, about that now? Wa- yeah, let's not wank him off too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that could go in. It could go in. <laughs> Moving on. So Utopia sparks something. I've not seen do so badly, and that's just the plot holes. No, Utopia, Utopia should be renamed Plot Hole Central. Mm. This whole story should be, because I've not come across so many glaring, nasty, ugly plot holes in a story than I have in this one. <laughs> it's gross. The sheer fuck me, it's awful. It's got yeah. so many examples; it would be boring to list them all. Uh, but yeah. you know, when the doctor is helping out the master, not the master. What's his name? What's his character name before the master? Uh, Professor Yana. Yeah, Professor Yana. Oh, I love it when he goes ham on, on Chando. Oh, I'm sick of hearing we'll get it. To it. Drive we'll get me to insane. We'll get to but it. yeah, when the doctor's helping out with there, and he's like, I have never seen a machine like this. I can't help you, sorry. Ten minutes later, 
shoves a sonic screwdriver there shoves and it's it like fixed. Yeah. Fixed. Jesus Christ. Why is the machine... Uh, you know the machine on, under the rocket? Yeah. What's all that for? It's Well, it's fuel cells, isn't it? So I'm guessing it's to like react with the fuel or the flame. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Why is it under the rocket? Directly under the rocket. Plot reasons. Why, and you know when Captain Jack does it? Just for plot reasons, isn't it? It's just to kill Captain Jack again. He didn't die, though. It doesn't matter, does it? Because they said that they need someone who can't die, but he didn't die in that. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Should we sit here for two hours and just list them all? Like I say, (laughs) I really struggled with these three episodes. And I haven't haven't got a lot of good to say. So I'll get my good out of the way now. The last ten minutes... Wait. Sorry, go on. Whoa, hang on. We're going to go through these episodes. I think Utopia said for because it's complete setup, isn't it, for the next two? Yes. It doesn't make much sense at all, and there we are. Can we talk about the end of Utopia, though? Yes, we certainly can. Brilliant. What? Absolutely fantastic. Oh shit! Even like the very end. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the start of episode two, rather. Yeah. So, from the moment. From the watch moment. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. How uh, It was enjoyable. Un- I haven't even I haven't got enough words in my vocabulary to um to describe Jacoby in that scene. Mm. And Tenant to be fair. I think all of them, everybody, mm. even Martha's face when he turns the watch over and the Time Lord writing yeah. is on it. And you just you know what's coming. I think as as mm. fans at that point, I think we knew the master was going to come back. Or sort of you know yeah. they'd done the Daleks, they'd done the Cybermen, season three. Mm. It's going to be the master, isn't it? They're going to bring back somebody who's. But what a surprise it would have been, Jacoby though. Yeah, brilliant. It's yeah, you know it wasn't laid out that clearly. Like no. Professor Yana, you are not alone. I didn't work it out. I mean, I was. Oh God, yeah, I get that now. Yeah, yeah, bollocks. But sorry, <laughs> Professor Yana, you are not alone. Yeah, piss off. God, stuff that I didn't mind me. it to be honest. I didn't mind it. Right? Why is the master there? Uh, he's just—he's a human now. Why is he at the end of the universe? How the hell did he get there? I'm not entirely sure. I'm guessing that he escaped the time war, and that's how he did it. So he escaped the Daleks by changing to a human at the end of the universe. Right, okay. So he's gone the furthest away he can, changed himself to a human so the Daleks don't suspect anything. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, bollocks. But yeah, it's. I think it's a good idea. And But yeah, I can't... It, it's so beautifully played. Mm. That whole and end then... scene. That switch from where he changes from the professor to the master... That is some of the best moments in classic in in Doctor Who. Doesn't matter, classic or old. No way, unbelievable. And I I remember my excitement at that of oh my god, like Derek Jacobi is going to be the master and it's going to be fantastic. And then no, you're not having that. You're having this. Bye bye. Oh god. Oh, god. John Sim. Now, I like John Sim as an actor. 
I think he's great. I think I've only ever seen him in Life on Mars. Is it Life on Mars? Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's been in um, something dogs. He's been in a few things, hasn't he, really? He's been in a few things. He's, he's travelled around a it, bit. Well, it is his job. <laughs> You'd think, wouldn't You'd you? You'd think he'd been in some stuff, you know. Jeez Louise. Awful. I don't... I don't well, this is where I don't really think it's his fault. Because the writers clearly wanted this upbeat, I'm more annoying than Tennant. This is me being unbearable on screen. I'm so hyper. The kids love me. They shouldn't, but they do. Because I love pop music. Yeah. The thing is, as well, back to Utopia, sorry, it's how underplayed does Jacoby do it, you know? And when he's angry, it really sells it. Like, she's doing the Chan and the Though stuff. And what does he say? He turns to her, doesn't he, when he's got the electricity and the in the wire pointed at her Hmm. you're driving me insane yeah and it's oh it's he's just so good and then he regenerates he even dies brilliantly you know when she get when chan shoots him and it's just like uh, you're amazing and i don't know whether it's this (laughs) sort of you're fantastic derek It's, it's some sort of is it some fear of the BBC? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and say it in a way of one of these Doctor Who is dead, but is it some sort of fear of modern TV that we can't have an older actor play somebody like that? Like, think I think we how great Peter, Derek Peter Jacobi Capaldi. would have been. We did have Peter Capaldi, yeah, but I think how great it would be to have an older version of the Master or an oh. older version of the Doctor back. It doesn't. He doesn't have to be under forty all the time. Mm. I don't. I don't see what it is. Is it like a genuine? It must be to appeal to a wider audience, and mm. that's no. That's not a dig. It, it, you know. Well, you got to think. So when the new series started, it was obviously for kids. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I'd there were some sort of, episodes that, like, wow. It's aimed at young teens. I'd say, isn't it? Really. Yeah. But. Over time, they're going to grow up, and the show has to evolve to cater for you know the fans who are now in their twenties. Yeah, but I suppose it's by but keeping them never... young, be, by keeping the actors young, you're always sort of maintaining that sort of age of a fan. Yeah, but when the fans have grown up. Yeah, but is there is that really how the showrunners look at the show? Is like well. Because it's so broad, like, we're not as old, obviously, like, I'm 26, you're 23? Three? Well, I think so, yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, but, like, you know, there's fans that are in their 80s, their 90s that have watched the show when they were in their 20s, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's no way for you to keep everybody happy. That's obvious. You no, know, you're for not, sure. But, yeah. so, what do you reckon are the showrunners... What is their target audience? Do you reckon they're, th- they're not thinking... Well, well, I suppose they're thinking, well, we can please the older fan, but we are aiming this at this time slot, which is for this age range, yeah. family TV. It'd have to be from 8 to 14. Yeah. And the nerdy 15, 16-year-olds. I think that, yeah, that's what... <laughs> nerdy 15... <laughs> I'm sure I fell into that bracket. But, um, yeah, I'm sure it is... It's always been that sort of age, children's, it's children's TV, but I think it's sort of, 
but it's family TV, isn't it? Really, it's not. It's not yeah, like sitting down and watching Peppa Pig, thing, is it? Isn't it? No. You know, although why wouldn't you watch Peppa Pig? Is brilliant. Because you'd have to reform the show so much for it to be accessible to kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like adult shows, changing the show for a different target audience that is, you know, adult. Yeah. It's less drastic. Where in this, you can't have older actors, apparently. You can't have more serious tone. You can't have dialogue-heavy scenes. Yeah, it's is it just a pacing thing? I don't know. It's what well, it's it's like as well with the music. Dun 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 dun. Because it it is exciting. Yeah, we promise yeah. it is. And I think it constantly battles with that. Mm. Battles in time. It Ooh. like trying to entertain its audience who are already entertained enough. And it just screws it over. I don't know. It's yeah. so Jacoby. He's dead, and in comes John Sim. And like I said, I don't think it's his fault. They knew from when they licensed the music to use, you know, Voodoo Doll and things. The story's that written. This is the the story is written to be able to play that song, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Uh, it's, oh God, <laughs> why, why? why? I don't, I'm not. I've I'm not a fan of contemporary music in programs for no reason. No, other than maybe, it. you know, that the showrunner likes this song, so get it in. It'd be like yeah. me, if they came to me in 10 years and said, could you be the new showrunner? Um, you know, we'd really like that. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can write anything. And then it's like me putting in, I don't know, Supper's ready. A load of Genesis all over the place for no reason. Mm. You know, I'll just call an episode "Supper's Ready," just so I can put that song in it. Doesn't have to have anything to do with it, really. But I can put <laughs> the song in it then. It just it, there's no need for it. No, it's is it? It's just for a cheap laugh. I think to get down and groovy with the kids. Uh, down and groovy with the kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's what it went. Uh, yeah, just. So this is edgy. It's cool. But We're with the times, see Doctor Who does have a habit of this, even with the classic series like Ace, mm. the companion written. It's a forty-year-old writing for what they think teenagers like. Right. Do you know what I mean? And it's never yeah. right. It it never works. Anyway, end of episode one. After all said and done, we got John Sim and the TARDIS goes. They're all trapped. Martha, Jack, and the Doctor are trapped at the end of the universe. How are they going to get back? I don't think they knew. The start of episode two, I thought I missed an episode. It does feel this would be horrific if it was a four-parter. Or a five-parter, even. Because it does feel like there's an episode missing in between every Mm. episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true. And to be honest, you can finish this podcast on your own because that's all I've got to say that's good. I'm really sorry. But this is just full of all of the things I hate. About New Who. Yeah. It's just basically, okay. do you know you know Harry? Yeah, you do. Harry, you know, the, the, the tall one. Yeah. <laughs> that idiot, yeah. Well, he hates all this stuff. Put it in this one. Honestly, you'll love it. You'll think it's really funny. I didn't funny. do it on purpose. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all right. 
It's just even oh, it can. Uh, well, go on. <laughs> we'll do a quick wrap up then. Uh, we're on episode two. Yeah. Um, Prime Minister, great. Uh, the explosion. Joe, uh, Martha's apartment. House. It's a real explosion, that I think. It's a real explosion, isn't it? I'm sure. I remember. Do you remember Doctor Who Confidential on uh, on BBC Three after the episodes went out? Yes, I do. I'm sure there was an episode of that because I always used to look forward to that more than the episodes. <laughs> um, I love special features. Got to be honest, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's a real explosion. It looks great. It might be doctored a little bit, you know, to look bigger but i'm yeah. pretty sure it is a real explosion and brilliant and don't you know what do you call that real effect what do you like practical practical effect doesn't it work better yeah yeah I mean, i'm that. surprised they did it because it looked dangerous as hell oh yeah brilliant i'm surprised at that why did they do it in that scene anyway um color palette was everywhere in these episodes by the way it was suddenly it was like sepia then it was like almost black and white. It was awful. I know it's like oh, because of tone. No, piss off. Um, <laughs> keep going. Episode two. I will I say it lost me totally with the door screaming gag. Oh god. <sighs> I'm not. No, I'm not going to do it. <sighs> it I'm. Uh, oh, a side note. We're not going to do the drumming thing. You can what? pack that in right now. Don't do it. Yeah. So the master looked into the vortex as a child, and that sent him loopy. Supposedly. Captain Jack rode on the TARDIS and in that same vortex and didn't mention it once. Yep. All right, then. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so bad. It's so poor. <laughs> I know. The scale of the CGI, it's, we, haven't, we haven't seen that yet. That's cool, right? We saw Gallifrey and that old place. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm re- I, I really trying to be positive. I just can't. I can't. Oh no! Pop- there's one bit that I would be surprised if you didn't like. Go on. Um, the talophane, taclophane, tacloph. Tocl- what are they call? Tocloph-ane? So the tocloph-ane, Yeah. You know when is it? Her name's Chip, isn't it? The kid from the Utopia episode. Uh, you know when they the open it up and it's Chip. Gold. Oh, whatever it is, silver. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I need to stop doing accents because I'm gonna. It's great. Somebody's gonna be really offended one day. <laughs> Well, they'll just do a Welsh one back at you, won't they? Well, I suppose. Yeah, come out. Toclophane. Toclophane. And the ball opens. Isn't Doesn't it look great? Yeah, it's good. It looks brilliant. CGI, yeah, yeah. It's not CGI, it's practical. Oh, is it? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It looks brilliant. Yeah, I agree. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Inside yeah, yeah. the, the head in the ball. Doesn't look great. Uh, yeah. It does look great. Yeah. All right. But uh, is it what? enough? No, God, no. Fuck no. no. Um... Um, I'm trying to move on because I know you hate it. Um, no, I, d- I don't want to rush through it. I'll just the is the spaceship thing the the spaceship. God, come on, the sky based thing called the Valiant, the shield thing. The, no, the, shield. the thing. 
the you know the space station skyscraper uh what the hell the is it called yeah 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 thing. is it called it's the from, valiant i don't know it's very captain scarlet it's very agents of shield i wish i knew what that was marvel oh god that's why i don't know no, what that forget is then that. forget that it's not <laughs> yeah i feel like i've seen that everywhere it's just one of those things, isn't it, I suppose? But I thought it was very Captain Scarlet. And I sort of appreciated that. So there's a plus. They can have one plus there. Uh, can I say the CGI, the eye line, is always off. You know when the Toclophane are floating around and they're supposed to... I know to, what you mean. It's very off. And you would have it's thought... It's like someone holds up a piece of paper. Yeah, it's... Like, look, it's going, it's going. See it. It's, it's definitely in this scene. Because it's, isn't it's, it normally it's, not... it's a tennis ball, isn't it, on a stick for stuff mm. like that? Mm. Well, were they not looking at the ball? No, I'd imagine it was just put on after they shot it. Yeah, it must have been. Because when the president is on the steps yeah, and they appear, he's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was being, like, I don't know, hypnotised. His eyes are everywhere. You know when they went back, they travelled back in time to that moment. Yeah. Was that? Oh, it doesn't matter. I can't even be asked. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, don't say sorry. It's not your fault. I'm, you know, no one's fault really. I'd BBC. say I've just, you know, the president says to the master, "You're trying my patience, sir." I'd say same. This is trying my patience. <laughs> I am this close. <laughs> Just I burped then as I said this close. <laughs> Seem that angry. Oh. oh, and you know when they say keep to the shadows, when they've got the key round them, you know when they begin, they sort of yeah. say keep to the shadows, and then they walk straight yeah. into two people walking down the steps. Did you know that? Them. Yeah, like they walk right into them, and the people have to part for the for the doctor to walk through or Jack to walk through. Yeah, I'm sure that was intentional. Yeah, but no, they, they don't notice they, them until yeah, they do they're right no, next to them. Yeah, they do. Oh. Because they walk into them and they have to move out of the way. Yeah, because they won't notice them until they're right next to them. So they have to move out of the way at the last minute. I suppose. Why am I defending this shit? Yeah, why are you defending this? Also, can I say one, another big plot hole for me? Yeah. You know Martha's mum and dad? Yeah. You know when they're in their house and there's the lady tracking the call? Mm-hmm. Isn't that completely the wrong way around? So surely to God, if you've got the CIA in your house, they're, they're going to tell Martha's mum to phone Martha, aren't they? Not yeah. the other way around, because they could be there for weeks. They can't all be just sat there waiting for Martha to phone. She called them? Yeah, Martha phones y- her mum. you sure? Yeah. They must have been just sitting there then for ages, waiting. Yeah, because yeah, that's not how it works, is it? No. Surely you'd... Yeah. I, I, Unless I you're expecting a call. Well, you wouldn't, though, would you? She wouldn't... Martha's in space. She's not going to be like, hang on, what time? Shit, it's our five. <laughs> oh, one, 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 five. <laughs> well, by this point, she she hasn't been there since, well, probably like a year, because they didn't see Saxon get elected or anything. So they've so been, must have been sat waiting. there for years, like, I can't... They must have, yeah. for the toilet, but I can't go in case Martha phones. <laughs> they know. must have, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, oh God, you know, with the the master John Sim mm. when, when he's in Houses of Parliament, and he's like, and he's like, it's funny, isn't it? And oh, like, oh yes, yeah, very funny. This is me happy. Or what, what does he say? And then yeah. this is me sad. No, this is funny. Oh yeah, this is. is unfunny. Fuck off. Yeah. There must have been somebody there that was like, do you think we should get him to do it again? And then Russell T. Davis must have been sort of saying, no, 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 it's fine. It's exactly what I want. Oh, Christ. I hope not. Oh, it's... Oh. Should we so, move on? <laughs> no, there is one more thing I want to I want to know from you. Okay. I want... And there's a comparison I want to want to do as well. So, what was your first impression of seeing the Doctor when he can't regenerate? Make it stop. Enough said. Yeah. I hate the old Doctor. I hate the Dobby Doctor. Dobby Doctor. Oh, God. And he's in a birdcage. This is episode yeah. three, isn't it? But, oh, come on. And the ending of the story. Yeah. God's so sake. Doctor Who has done a thing in a new series where it's always like hope and willpower that pulls them through. Where in the older one, at least in Moonbase, it was just, you know, common sense and science. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's again, they wrote themselves into a corner. It's like, well, what can we do? I know. What a leap, actually. I wouldn't have thought of that. That's actually impressive writing. <laughs> Everyone in the world thinks of the doctor at one time, and that'll cause some something in him to start stirring up, and then he'll get like magic powers and he'll like fly around and shit. It's funny that, isn't it? <sighs> yep. Should we do it? Should we do it? Funny that, isn't it? Should we do it? Go on then. What a dire episode. Uh. Uh. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm honestly, I'm lost for words with this. She'll just move on to the feedback. I think that's that's wise. All right. So this comes from Keith Say, DW50 DW is his handle on Twitter. And he says about the moon base, the evils of sugar and clever, clever, clever Cybermen. I love that bit. The only bit that really... Clever, like... clever, clever. <laughs> if we have, ever have merch, I want to put that on a shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the BBC would be... They'd love that. They Did would you? love it. They wouldn't mind, would they, really? 14 no. quid for a shirt. What's that to them? 14, not 21. All right, okay. So we'll, Plus we're, 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 yeah, when we have the shirts in, the merch, we'll yeah. send you that and a cup. And if you, you know, he's going to pay for we'll, it though. Yeah, if you, we'll knock off it. like five percent. But if you, <laughs> but yeah, we'll you send might have it your been there way. from day one, Keith. But I'm telling you what, you're getting nothing for free other than this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> VAT will apply. Oh, massive VAT. We, we should ship it. Who do we know that lives abroad? Uh, my uncle a, Al yeah I've got an auntie in Australia we'll ship it there from go. there and then he'll have a whacking great shipping fee <laughs> and import taxes import tax oh that's going to be horrific now isn't it yeah brilliant that's something to look forward to Keith. so we'll send you that we'll send you that <laughs> love the animation on Moonbase too. the first of the Cybermen's needlessly complicated plans if they just marched in and didn't bother with the sugar stuff, they would have won. Brilliant. Yeah, he's, well, exactly. You know, just storm the base. Why? Yeah, can we just think of why wouldn't they? 
There must be a reason. Plot reasons, isn't it? <laughs> and Keith had this to say about Utopia, The Sound of Drums, and The Last of the Time Lords. He said, a masterful story. I don't even mind the Dobby Doctor or the reset button at the end, which is a wee bit of a cop-out. In brackets, Utopia is my favourite bit, though. Yeah, I'd agree. It's the only bit that really counts, isn't it, really? The last ten minutes of Utopia. Other than Mm. that, it can... I like Dobby Doctor. I don't. Next bit of feedback. (laughs) So, this is from... The Time Shifters podcast and Orphaned Entertainment podcast at T-S-P-O-E underscore pods on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We just fairly recently watched Moonbase and already it had faded from my mind. Maybe due to episodes missing. Not the greatest time or TARDIS team. It's an okay story and if nothing else, cements the Cybermen as a good returning villain. Sound of Drums slash Last of the Time Lords Ugh. Really dislike this incarnation of the Master. This is a long drawn out slog of a story. Maybe the beginning of the show tries very hard to tell you to care. Instead of writing a story that makes you care. Mm. Mm. And don't get me started on that ridiculous I believe in Tinkerbell ending. Ugh. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Clever. Clever. <laughs> Clever. The ending is shite, though, isn't it? It's it's awful. I'm oh, sorry, no. it's really dire. I had to check on BBC iPlayer that I was watching Doctor Who yeah, and not please, fucking Peter uh, Pan. If anybody from Britbox is listening, please don't put New Who on Britbox. It's a safe haven for me at the minute. That I, don't, I, re- I like it. You know, I've got Blake 7. I'm addicted to mm. Blake 7 now. What else have we got? It's just everything. Everything I want is on there. I don't want New Who on there. Put it on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Well, it's just come off, hasn't it, I think? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Leave it on BBC. They also write, I missed you were doing Utopia as well. Highlight of that one is Derek Jacoby. Or Jacoby. I would... (laughs) No, it isn't all Jacoby. (laughs) Because his name is Derek Jacoby. I missed you were doing Utopia as well. Highlight of that one is Derek Jacoby. I would have given just about anything to see him continue to be the master. Those few minutes are some of the best moment. Fuck. Those few minutes are some of the best minutes of Doctor Who, bar none. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. What a shame. We've already said this, though. Fantastic. One of the best. I don't think it in... could ever be said enough. I'd I'd say one of the best minutes in all of Who, not just New Who. I know he didn't say that, but you know. Hmm. It is one of the best moments in New Who, but it definitely stands up there in the in all of Who. Mm. But yeah, well, thanks for those two bits of feedback. Thank you very much. It's always a joy to read them and hear other people's opinions. It is a joy, isn't it? Because sometimes I think that... Nobody's uh, listening. Well, no, your opinions are dire. Mine? <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice to hear some other voices well, that's that the thing, you know, you know, support my argument. As you're talking, I just, I don't know, just stick pins on my eyes. I'll just carry on with my hobby. Mm. What's your hobby? I weld horseshoes into circles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that'll pay for your Cyberman head. I really do. Well, I'll have a look on Etsy. <laughs> just... Etsy? <laughs> 
<laughs> your horseshoe circle. Welded horseshoes into a circle. <laughs> oh, well. That's that then, isn't it? Yeah. So I, th- I think we, it's, uh... um, it's time that we say what we're going to be doing next time. Yes. Uh, would you like to go first? Yeah, why not? So next week, I want you, Harold, and the listeners... I'm glad you joined me. I'm glad you can add more things into that sentence. What? You said, next week, I want you, Harold. And the listeners. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> Just, I thought that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <sighs> so next week, Harold. Yeah. And our listeners. No, that doesn't make sense. So next So the week, story Harold. I'm going to choose for next week, Harold. The next week I'm going to choose for next No, not the next week you're going to choose. The story I'm going to choose. The story I've picked for you to watch, Harold. And for our listeners to watch. Yep. Is two episodes. Okay. Taking place in series four yep. of New Who. Okay. And it's episodes 12 and 13. This is The Stolen Earth and Journey's End, respectively. Oh, good. Uh, this is the first time we see Davros in New Who? It is, yes. You're looking forward to that, aren't you? Yeah. I have, I have very vivid memories of that season finale. Brilliant. Um, I, th- I think you would be more excited if it wasn't Tenant again. I would, yeah. But, um, but this, I think this is the last we'll see of him for a while. Maybe. I haven't seen these two episodes since they aired, probably. Oh, really? I don't think I've rewatched, rewatched yeah, them. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Um, but no, that's that's exciting. Is that a good choice? I think it is a good choice. And we get to comment on... Uh, what's her face? Catherine Tate. Catherine Tate. Tate. Yeah. Yeah. I was debating whether to choose turn left, the one before these episodes. You're all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) So, my episode choice. I've struggled with this. I've been trying to think what was best to do. So we've done a fourth Doctor story, a third Doctor story, a second Doctor story, and I was debating to do a first Doctor story. I'd like that. But I have changed my mind. Right. We are going to skip ahead into the future of Who slightly, and we're going to go to season 22. Oh, okay. A sixth Doctor story. I've not seen any of the sixth Doctor, have I? No. Um, Regard this as a pretty crap season, really. That's okay. I'd say. I, you know, I, I don't mind it. But the story we're going to be looking at is episode six, The Revelation of the Daleks. I've heard of this. Mm. <gasps> it's the Glass Dalek. It is the Glass Dalek. <laughs> that is on the cover that just ruins everything for everybody. No. But, no, it's, um, yeah, it's a two-parter, but it is in longer chunks. So at this point, uh, rather than having the 20-minute episodes, it was up to 40 minutes, I think, per episode. So slightly longer. No. But less Episodes. So how many episodes is it? Two. Two. Okay. Two parts. Oh, same as mine then? Yeah. 80 minutes, something like that, probably. 
89 minutes, 90 minutes-ish. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Revelation of the Daleks, Stolen Earth, and Journey's End. Brilliant. So if you've are got... Sorry? any of those episodes animated, or are nope. they all there? All there. Fantastic. What year? I don't even know what year we're on at this point. 1975. Uh, 1985. Shit. Uh, 23rd to the 30th of March. I'm looking forward to watching these. I'm glad. Am I right in thinking Davros is in both stories? Correct. Oh, that'll be an interesting comparison, wouldn't it? It will. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about next time. And it's a Dalek special. We haven't looked at the Daleks yet, have we? No. And we've got two Dalek stories. Which? We'll convince you. <laughs> what an exciting episode we have coming up. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah. If you would like to join in on watching these episodes and stories with us, do so via BBC iPlayer or BritBox. I think they're all on there, aren't they? The uh, old yeah. ones on all Britbox. the old ones are on there. Probably somewhere um, else as well, illegally. Yeah. Hey. 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 We'll have none of that. We'll have none of that here. So yeah, Revelation of the Daleks, Stolen Earth, Journey's End. Um, if you want to send us any feedback, all of the uh, information for sending that is going to be at the end of the podcast. I Something's brewing in me now. Is and it, I can hear something it, creaking. Is it Colin Baker? I don't think so. The Sixth Does Doctor. Colin, does he creak? Well, it's funny you should mention. Um, have I told you the story about Colin Baker? No. Well, he was all, he's always at Comic Con. Mm. The the one that's local to us. Mm. And as you know, I used to work work there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so there was a Doctor Who panel, and I think it was um, well, it was Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy, the sixth and seventh Doctor doctors. Mm. Um, I can't remember who else it was actually there was a couple of them and um, they, we were all in the green room behind the <laughs> stage and um, they said oh, they, they were dying for a drink so I said well there's a Costa over the road how old were you? how old was I? Uh, 26 now 23 okay 24 there's this Costa over the road and um, well, Sylvester McCoy was probably playing his spoons or something, mm. and Colin Baker was just staring at me, quite creepily actually, just eye contact constant. Was so it said, really? Yeah, yeah. So I said, "Well, I said, do you want, do you want, do you want, I can go and get some drinks if you want." So Sylvester McCoy just said, "Ace." So, so it took me by a bit of surprise. I said, "Sylvester, do you want? Would you like a, a coffee or a tea?" Ace. All right. Okay. I'll just get him a. Get him a coffee. Hmm. And then Baker, he said, oh, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a latte, please. Just get Sylvester a latte as well. So I held out my hand, you know, waiting for some, for tuppence. No, for tuppence. I held it right under his chin as well. You yeah. know, like invading mm-hmm. his space a little bit there as well. Yeah. You'd have to react to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he didn't give me anything. So I just rolled my eyes slightly. Not like proper rolled them. No, you didn't. I honestly rolled my eyes slightly and went ran across the road and got the drinks brought them back and I said oh uh, Colin that's your latte and he just nodded and looked at me didn't say a word just nodded and looked I said Sylvester Ace I said here's your um, here's your latte Ace so they drank that 
anyway, they did their panel, came back, and Colin came up to me, and I was I was by the door on like as the the way out of the green room, and he said, um, he said, you know, it gets lonely on the Comic Con trail. I said, well, yeah, I can imagine. I said, you know, especially when you you're traveling abroad. He said, yeah, well, it's 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 hard, you know, being being in Comic Cons all the time, all you know. I said, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. He said, well. I miss Mrs. Baker a lot. I said, yeah, well, I imagine, imagine, you know. It, it, is be, she alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. just, he's just, he's always in Comic-Cons, isn't he? He said, oh, I, mm. I miss Mrs. Baker a lot. I said, well, I, I, you know, it must be awful, you know, away from all, you know, most of the year in Comic-Cons all over the world, you know, people. And, so yeah, very, very lonely, he said. I said, yeah. And I, I know it must be. You know, <laughs> just kept saying it, just staring at me. Like you wouldn't lose that eye contact of just constantly staring. I hate that. He said, um, "I can, I can get you some merchandise if you'd want it." No, fuck off. I said, "Well, I said that'd be amazing." Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I didn't have the podcast at the time. If I did, I would have, you know, mm. plugged it. He said. Um, but you could do something for me. Oh, no. I thought, uh, yeah, you know, whatever, you know. I mean, I've got you you a drink already. He said, a little kiss. This is bollocks. There's no way this is real. Honestly, I said, what? He said, (laughs) I miss Mrs. Baker. I said, well... What merchandise? <laughs> <You did. laughs> no, right. And he said, "So he let me finish." Pro- I just want to ask some questions because right. no, this I- is right. So he came up to you, yeah, and then he looked. He'd cold in the eye, and he was like, he had a like quivering like lip, and says, "Oh, I miss, I miss me wife." This yeah. is crap. I hate being here. Mm. And then must have thought, right, that coffee was brilliant. I'm in. I'm in here. Well, and thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him for a kiss. Well, he, on, he's, well, uh, was he talking on like the lips or just like cheek? What, what do you mean? Well, I don't. Uh, let me finish. So okay. I said to him, well, I said, what merchandise? What, like, what, what, what are we talking? He said, DVDs, posters, coasters. Mugs, T-shirts. Was he still looking at you? Sonic's, yeah, dead in the <laughs> eyes, dead in the eyes. He didn't blink the whole time. It was really weird. I said, well, you know, I haven't got a lot of new new Who merchandise, really. I said, I've got all the videos. And he said, I'll sign them all for you, all of them. No. I said, well, yeah, I said, you know, the ones that you're in. He said, no, no, Harry, all of them. Why would you? I just said, "All right, well, yeah, yeah." I said, "But you know, if if you could sort out some merchandise, I'd I'd love it." And he said, "Well, yeah, I can do that, but like I say," and he he took his hand like that, pointed with his fingers just to his bottom lip. He said, "Just a little kiss." Well, what was, well, what was I to do? 
What could it do? Just saying now. You can't say. Although he's signing all your merch. He's a big star, isn't he? Yeah. So. Oh bollocks to it. Yeah, just because you can say like, oh, I kissed him. So I looked. I looked round. There was no. There was Ed was there, you know, and there was mm-hmm. that Miriam Marigold's woman, you know, that actress. Is it Miriam? He was in Mar- everything. He was in everything. Yeah, she was. She was like by the stage door, and about like she was sort mm. of, you know, when you know what everybody's <laughs> like, and she was just sort of yeah. turned around and walked away. And I thought, well, Colin, yeah, if I can have the merch, and I tell you what, well, uh, he just leaned forward, so I closed my eyes and I leaned forward as well, and I tell you what, best kiss. Ever, couldn't believe it. It was electric. Uh, this, I thought you were gonna say like he he shoved a pie in your face or something. No, like, I, I got you. I can't believe you're playing it down. It was electric, electric. What? I I can't read. You can understand why I can't believe the story. Well, because it sounds like bollocks. I tell. Well, next week, I'll tell you the rest then. What? It, there was more. Oh yeah. This is bollocks. There's no way. Thing you've told this story in such a somber tone, which is like it's not usual for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to tune in next week to find out what how it ends. What if Colin listens to this podcast and, and his wife is as well in the room? <laughs> <laughs> what are you Colin? doing kissing people in Comic Con? Is that his wife? Oi, <laughs> <laughs> Colin, come here. Wow. So that's why all your merch is signed. Well, I'm not going to say But there's more like... to this story. I can't wait to find out. What, well, did he have sugar in his coffee? Uh, goat's sugar. Goat's sugar? Yeah, goat's sugar and eagle milk. Uh, not eagle milk, it was bat milk. Sorry, bat milk. From Costa. Oh, did he have like a little carton of it in his in his in his pocket? Exactly that. He had a satchel, a le- a red leather satchel with him. Quite tatty. It was nice. He had an old. Yeah. He had a really old laptop. It was huge. It was like a paving slab. With right. Him. And he had a fountain pen, and a little bottle of ink. But he didn't have the lid on in it, and it was just going everywhere, leaking out of the bottom of the bag constantly and he said leave it mm. leave it but um so yeah bat's milk and goat's uh, goat sugar in his latte I got Sylvester just the normal just normal milk is that any oh, preference ask, is he? Well, he, he doesn't say anything literally there's no point in being there he just says ace <laughs> ace and just you know twiddles his spoons can I just say one thing? Yeah. About your story. Yeah. It was all consensual. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of bribery, but it's consensual. Like you knew what the stakes were. He knew before he even entered Comic Con that this was gonna happen. And he did have his coat on. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. I, I apologise to everybody listening, but it's a good story, isn't it? <laughs> and it's... It is bollocks, right? Yeah, yeah. 
It's funny. But why aren't you smiling? But anyway, I don't want to go any more into that because it's a bit upsetting. So we'll... Um, oh, Christ. Well, you know, we used to be close, but... <laughs> so As anyway, I was saying... Sorry, I interrupted you then, didn't I? Um, what were you saying? <laughs> I hear a creaking behind me. All right, okay. <laughs> it's the crate. Oh, is it? It's the crate, and it's screaming at me as it does every week, for me to fondle on the top of... Like, he likes his hair scratched. Oh, right, okay. Like his little back leg <laughs> so, flicking. Yeah, there's like a little plank of wood, just like... <laughs> so, I'm going to have to see to this. So, I guess that means it's time for episode three mm. of Battles in Time. Woo. So here we are, episode three. Are you ready, Harold? Born ready. Oh, this is going to be great. Do you want to go first? Oh, I'd love to go first. You go first. All right, I'm going to... I've tickled the crate. I've got the <laughs> Here we go. First card. It's a shit card. We're not doing that one. <laughs> That's another shit card. I've just pulled out two ships. I hope it's Gap Colin shit. Baker. <laughs> Colin Baker's ship. Oh, Colin. Oh, I get you. Um, no, I'm, these are shite cards. Another shite card. Have to, oh, no, because we did that. I pulled out two of the same card. Brilliant. All right. So I'm going to pull out your first card now, Harold. Okay. <laughs> if you'd like to read it out for listeners. Oh, it's Cassandra. What version? Uh, as in fully fleshed, bony. It's Cassandra. when she was a, like an actual human, isn't it? Yes. So it reads, before she was, before she underwent so many operations to change her appearance, Cassandra looked like a normal human. There's your card. I'm going to pull out my card. This is exciting. Oh, God. It's Danny... Bartok. Now, Danny Bartok was the guy who was in control of the Oods in The Impossible Planet. Oh, the guy with the long, greasy hair? The long, yeah, long, <laughs> greasy hair, yeah. <laughs> so there's our two cards for this week. Well, Danny's and... flattened, isn't he? <laughs> Doesn't stand well, a chance. Depending on who wins, they'll go head-to-head against the dinner lady. I hope one of them wins, because I'm sick of this dinner lady now. So your card is Cassandra, mine is Danny Bartok. Okay. Let's set the scene. I think it's going to be a party. You know... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You well, know, Cass- like, one of Cassandra's of, parties. Um, the new, new new Earth, or whatever it's called. There's, mm. there's that many news in it. There's 15, actually, isn't there? 
The new, 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 new. Yeah. So, party. Danny's there. How did Danny get there? Well, we do, it doesn't matter, does it? He was invited. What? Well, he got sucked through a vortex, didn't he? Sucked through the rift. He got sucked off through a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> so he's there. He's sipping on some uh, San Pellegrino. Orange. He's one of them. Is he? Yeah. Freak. <laughs> and Cassandra's there mingling. Pissed. Having... Yeah, she's pissed. She's always pissed. So they're having a nice time. How does a fight start between them? I reckon Cassandra asks Danny, mm. is, is, is she drunk? She's not that drunk. She's not, oh, <laughs> not like slurring her words, like can't stand up, but she's drunk. Hello, hello Danny. Danny? <laughs> she's not horrifically drunk, but she's nicely drunk. Yeah. Oh, hello, Danny. Oh, what would you like to drink? Um, hi, Cassandra. I'd love a drink. Thank you. What's what's your poison? Well, uh, Cassandra, I'm currently drinking uh, San Pellegrino Orange. No, great, it's fantastic. Zoe, you will not be drinking San Pellegrino in my party. Well, Cassandra, I think you're drunk. I I have had nothing. I am not pissed. I'm gonna sip this San Pellegrino right in front of you, Cassandra. I don't give a toss. Oof. He sips it. You're going down the dangerous road. She's getting drunker <laughs> and drunker in the morning. <laughs> Danny finishes the can. That was brilliant. I loved it. I love San Pellegrino Orange. Isn't it fan-fucking-tastic, Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting heated now. Cassandra turns slightly, stumbles a little bit with her handbag, <laughs> as she says, Is does she ever? Does you does you ever raise your voice voice to me? Don't you now? Uh, people are starting to look. Well, yeah, this is what I mean. Just as she's having a go at him, I can't resolve to say her voice there. Just <laughs> as she's having a go at him, she steps forward. So, does you ever? And her heel of her stiletto slips on that little bit Ash. of foil you get on top of the can. Yeah. She's straight on her ass. Oh, a clack. Yeah. Do you know when you're not sure someone something like broke? Well, she's drunk, so she wouldn't have stopped herself. So that's, that's when mm. you hurt yourself, isn't it, really? When you try and stop, you're better off just falling. Sack of spuds to the floor. Yeah. Well, she's a mess. Danny starts laughing. <laughs> Cassandra spins on the spilt. What's she drinking? Uh, something harsh. She's just drinking whiskey, isn't she? Yeah. Oh no! What's up. that? What's that? Um, potato. Um, oh, what's it called? The vodka. Yeah, the potato vodka. That's like horrifically strong. No, she won't know what it's called. But, yeah, she's a, just like a, just <laughs> so you think she's dropped the glass? It's spilt everywhere, and she's having a pint. You know, you're only supposed to have mm. a shot. She's having a pint. Yeah. It's you right. know, It's 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 pretty bad. So it's only going to get worse. She's isn't it? swimming on it. In the, on right. the floor, right? She's not in agony because she doesn't know what's happened. It just went from sort of wall to ceiling in like a split mm. second. So she's on the floor. So she she spins herself with her hands. Mm. She does like a, a three sixty spin on her ass. 
<laughs> and then she spots Danny and remembers. Mm. She just bites his ankle straight in. Oh, yuck! Danny's crying in pain, yeah, and she's just ragging it like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Danny gets his foot on her neck and just stomps on it. Yikes. She lets go immediately. And she she stumbles up. I don't know if you can stumble up. Yeah, you can. Can't you stumble yeah. up? Yeah. I've got a lot of to say to you, Danny. <laughs> Fuck off, Cassandra. I don't near my party. How's she going to win? We'll get there. I love you, everyone. of my parties. Hello again. <laughs> no, Cassandra. I think that's okay. He pushes her. Right. And I reckon she stumbles backwards across the dance floor. Scissor mm. Sisters is probably playing at this point. Mm. What era is this in Doctor Who? It's going to be uh, the Scissor Sisters, isn't it? It's 2007. So six, she's, she's, um, she's stumbling across the dance floor, falling backwards. Right. Hits the back wall where the DJ is and grabs the curtain rail. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, pulls the curtains with her, all of the plaster on the ceiling comes with it. I can see it, yeah. The plaster takes out the PA speakers that the DJ's got. And yeah. I reckon they're, they're heavy. They're going to be like PV, what, yeah. 1200 watt speakers. And they're stuck to base bins as well. So when they go... Christ, they're going to go. Lands on top of her, ceiling comes down, but Danny makes a quick exit for it. Jumps out right. the window. Yeah, he, yeah, he is quite a bit of, like a coward, isn't he? So. But what floor are they on? <sighs> the 12th. <laughs> Danny didn't think. <laughs> 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 he... So he sees danger and he thinks, i got to get out of here. Yep. Darts to the window and goes, Yee! and dead. <laughs> exactly. Abort. Abort. <laughs> First sign of danger, jump out a window. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right, so he's fucked then. He's dead. But Cassandra. Yeah. Quivering on the floor. <laughs> you know, it's a close-up of her hand and then mm. it's like cut to next week and then you just see one finger move. And then you know, you know, she's still alive. Cassandra wins. Cassandra wins. She gets up off the floor. Yeah. Everyone's gone because it's been like a week now since that fight. Yeah. She's pretty sober. Banging headache, though. After a week? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She drank a lot. Gets up and there's a silhouette in the corridor. Mm. By the way, it's freezing cold in this room and dark because, you know, Danny jumped out the window. So oh, yeah, the yeah. cold air is just blowing in. Silhouette there. It's the dinner lady. Christ. Pan in hand. Pan in hand with the blood of Nina. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> who died last week? Um, oh, it's, it was that woman from Torchwood. Um, Yvette. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yvonne. Yeah. Yvonne. 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 Yvonne, that's it. So... The blood of Nina and Yvonne stains her pan and she's just smiling. She loves it. I right. think it's the chase she likes. <laughs> the thrill of the chase. 
Yeah. So she starts walking towards Cassandra. Cassandra is a bit too dazed to know what's really happening. Is it like birds flying around her head? Like a bird halo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then take it away. Okay. So they're on the corridor. Cassandra's Mm -hmm. at one end, stumbling. You know, Mm -hmm. ladders in her tights. Lipstick everywhere. All smeared. She's Mm. got (laughs) her glasses... You know, like in Dad's army, whenever they did anything, and then Arthur Lowe's glasses were like all over his face, mm. like that. Like she can't see anything. You know, she got one black eye. She's probably her coccyx have probably smashed after oh. that fall, sprained ankle. Oh, and yeah. pushed. And from slipping, and she can't walk in heels. Awful. Dinner lady's coming towards her. What are you? Who? Who are you? Tell you who I am. What? I'll tell you who I am. You'll what? <laughs> I'll tell you who I am. You tell you who I am. I said I'll tell you who I am. Oh, I'll tell you who I am. And at that point, dinner lady just smacks her over the head with the pan. Uh, Cassandra's on the floor. She's not dead. No, no, she's like. What do you? What do you do that for? Stay down. Cassandra looks up, and the dinner lady's just there dribbling. You know, mm. she's that angry. Yeah. If there's one thing I don't like, it's people like you telling me what I can and can't do. At that point, Cassandra, same as before, swivels round on the floor, straight on the dinner lady's ankles. But the dinner lady screams in agony, but. It Legs taste like salt. Really, oh. really, like... Uh. Like you're sucking on a salt rock. <laughs> exactly. So Cassandra immediately loosens her grip, but manages to mm. get up whilst the dinner lady's in agony. On the, uh, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Cassandra makes a lunge for the the pan, right? Yeah. But then the dinner lady grabs the pan by both handles and flips it upside down onto Cassandra's head mm-hmm. and starts using it like one of those things for knocking fence posts in. Just slam! 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 Okay. And Cassandra, well, her hips are in her shoulders by now. Mm. You know, she's she's at it. So there's a last desperate attempt. Go on. She gets up, gets the pan off her head, puts it on the floor, and she's obviously very concussed now. Yeah, she can't quite make out what's happening, and she stumbles back and holds onto a curtain for balance. <sighs> and the curtain rail comes off with all the plaster again. The di- yeah, and the dinner lady looks at it in shock and awe, but she doesn't run because she thinks, "What? Well, yeah, she's just being a bitch." Yeah, <laughs> dozy cow pulls the curtain. This yeah. is Cassandra now. She pulls the curtain down. Plaster comes off heap of like rubble yeah and this is all the dinner late the dinner lady thinks right i may as well just it's a clean up job now isn't it really yeah she goes over but there's a bit of plaster still in the ceiling that's like hanging no it like sandra looks at the dinner lady and the dinner lady's like picked up the pan and she's like holding it over cassandra's head now the plaster falls off the ceiling mm-hmm. and then 
goes right into Cassandra's eye. <laughs> She's writhing. It, well, she it takes her a second to notice, really. She looks around the room and the plaster goes with it. So Cassandra, at this point, starts legging it around the room in agony. Like, get it out, get it out, get it out, get it out! <laughs> so she's standing against the wall. Yeah. And the breeze, the shock of the breeze, manages to dislodge it from her eye. It scratched what? her retina. Mm-hmm. Right? But the breeze from the open window that's still there has managed to like dislodge it a bit, so she just gives it one final yank. Mm. And it pulls out. Cassandra turns and sees that the dinner lady is hurtling towards her. <laughs> like, hell for leather across this dance floor. Or what was the dance floor. Yeah. Hurtling. But Cassandra is has got one hand on her eye and turns, sees the dinner lady hurtling towards and just moves slightly because her, her vision has gone. Yeah. Cassandra moves to the wrong side, dinner lady, straight out the window. <laughs> Hurtles to the floor. She Dead. was running that fast. She got at least a hundred yards straight out the window before she started <laughs> <Straight. to> descend <laughs> and plummets to her death. What a way to go! A horrible way to die. Cassandra's not the wiser. She doesn't even know what's happened. <laughs> the only thing on her mind is trying to find more of, yeah, you know, trying to find the glass or trying to find more booze. Yeah. Oh, a drink. <laughs> and that's it. Cassandra has managed to best the dinner lady and her opponent. What's his, what's his name? Greasier Danny. Danny. Yeah. Cassandra reigns supreme. Wow. That's, that's it. Well, on that somber note, I think that's the end of the podcast. I think that's finally the end of the podcast. Finally. So there we go. So thanks for listening, everybody. Next week's episodes are going to be Revelation of the Daleks, Stolen Earth and Journey's End. If you just wait a couple more seconds, all of the information to leave us some feedback. Just wait. <laughs> all the information for some leaving some feedback is at the end of the podcast. So I think all that remains is to say thanks very much, everybody. Thanks for listening. I've had fun on this one. I've had fun Usually too. Usually they're pretty shit, but this one's all right. It is all right, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. And I'm looking forward to hear what your story is for next week. Well, we'll find out. Next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye now. Bye. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at whocanconvince, email us at whocanconvinceyou.com, at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Doctor Who Who Can Convince You Podcast. Be sure to leave us a rating and a comment on your podcast platform to help people find us.
Right, so whilst we're in the pause, I'm going to just eat this for some foodie ASMR, okay? Sickening. Horrible. It's disgusting. I'd hate it. I'd unsubscribe if I... Oh, God.